The Fascination of Chemistry, Vaka's Audio Magazine. A warm welcome to the latest in our series of broadcasts, High Performance Heat Transfer Fluids. What do paper, glass, and steel have in common? It takes a vast amount of energy to make them. So, for the sake of climate change mitigation, it is essential that industry gets more and more of its electricity from renewable sources. That being said, electricity accounts for only a small proportion of its energy needs. Just take the industrial sector in isolation. Believe it or not, 73% of the energy needed there is not for electricity, but for heat. And virtually nothing has been done there. Dr. Joachim Kruger is not happy about this situation. So he and his company SolarLight, of which he is the CEO, have set out to do something about it. SolarLight builds solar thermal power plants. In other words, not photovoltaic panels, but solar thermal systems. You will find both types installed on the roofs of houses. These are two different things entirely. One produces electricity, the other generates heat. And when the sun stops shining, photovoltaic panels stop producing electricity, whereas solar thermal systems keep on generating heat. You see, they contain a carrier liquid, such as oil, which is heated up by the sun during the day. The hot oil is used, for example, to heat the water for your showers. But it retains useful heat for a long time afterward, because it doesn't cool down straight away. Even more efficient at heating are mirrors and parabolic troughs. These contract the arc of the sun, concentrating its rays onto a single focal point and making the oil very hot. Vacker's involvement in this field started about 10 years ago, as Dr. Kai Shikadance recalls. He has responsibility for silicone fluids as a heat transfer medium. Tests established fairly quickly that silicone fluids outperform oils in this application, especially at high temperatures. The maximum operating temperature is what limits the operating performance of a solar power plant. So the hotter an oil can get, the better its performance. Silicone fluids have a major advantage here because they undergo hardly any degradation at high temperatures. And that's essential. In the past, the oils that were used were often obtained from organic sources, and they produce tar as they start to degrade. And this tar builds up inside the tubes, reducing the system's ability to transfer heat. But that doesn't happen with silicone fluids. These are capable of withstanding more than 400 degrees Celsius without degrading. After painstaking development work, the experts at Wacker decided that polydimethylsiloxanes offered the right properties, and not just because they are good at withstanding heat. The experts knew from experience that silicone fluids will stay liquid even at cold temperatures, quite unlike olive oil, for example, which quickly solidifies when it is placed in a fridge. 
Sie gefrieren erst bei sehr niedrigen Temperaturen. Silicon fluids do not freeze until the temperatures are really low, below minus 40 degrees Celsius in this case. Consequently, they can be readily pumped at any temperature, ranging from minus 40 to 450 degrees Celsius. This is important, for instance, for operating in desert regions or in regions that get very cold at night. Many organic substances will freeze at the low temperatures encountered at night. So the plants that use these oils are usually equipped with what is known as trace heating. This kicks in at low temperatures and keeps the fluid in a liquid state. But silicone fluids eliminate that need. They also have a very low evaporation rate. This too is important for ensuring that the systems do not get damaged. So, while the experts were developing the fluids, they were careful to adjust the viscosity to allow the fluids to be pumped over long distances. Another big plus point is their sustainability. After completing a long service life, instead of being disposed of as hazardous waste, the fluids are returned to Wacker. We have ways of reintroducing the fluids into our production processes. We take the waste material that is returned to us and recycle it back into new heat transfer fluid. The building blocks are thus in place for creating sustainable solar thermal power plants that supply industry with heat at just the right temperature. But to ensure the supply can be maintained around the clock, unlike the case for domestic roof systems, an efficient thermal energy storage system is needed, such as one comprising a molten salt, which can be heated to high temperatures and which can retain that heat for a very long time. This is possible even at our latitudes, as demonstrated by a number of solar-like customers, among them ADPO, a company in Belgium. ADPO operates one of the largest transshipment centers for chemical products in Europe. In order to stay pumpable, storable, and so on, the chemical products have to be kept at a certain temperature. And this is done with the aid of steam. A whole swath of different temperature levels are required here, and all the processes are powered using the same solar technology. Mirrors have been installed over an area covering 1,100 square meters on the ADPO site. And the sun provides the necessary energy for keeping the chemicals warm. Every year, as a result, the company now releases 100 metric tons less carbon dioxide than it would if the heat had to be generated from fossil fuels. Initial reviews have been very positive, to the delight of Kai Schickedanz. It's great that the plants which use our fluids are performing much better than originally expected. That is, of course, very gratifying. There have been no malfunctions, nothing unusual to report so far, ever since the plants came into operation in 2019. Essentially, everything is going to plan, and that is definitely very positive. Also showing an interest in solar thermal power plants and the heat they generate are dairies and beverage companies. These are big energy guzzlers and Joachim Kluger believes that more should be done to make them sustainable, 
not least through more research. Research aimed at new storage technologies, new ecological materials, and process improvements. So there is still lots of scope for further development. As the saying goes, there is still plenty left in the tank. There is still room to do more. VACA. Creating tomorrow's solutions.